Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, welcome everybody to a new edition of Buzzworthy Radio on this Monday night, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Coast Time on blogtalkradio.com. I'm your host, Nouvelle J. Lee, alongside with Matthew Preston, the co-host of the show, joined on the line... This is Ms. Carolyn Lawrence for the second time. This time she's back. She's back again because SpongeBob SquarePants celebrates 10 years on Nickelodeon. 10 years. Can you believe it? I, I've never seen a Nickelodeon show last that long. Me neither. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Isn't it crazy? <laughs> crazy. Hi. 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 Welcome back. back. Yeah, thank you. It's so great to have you back on the show. It was awesome talking to you the first time. Now we get to talk to you again. I'm so Yay! excited. Yay! Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and in 10 more years. Woo! No. <laughs> and I just, as I was saying, you know, I'm, I mean, I grew up with Nickelodeon for like so long. And I don't think I've ever seen another Nickelodeon show last 10 years or make it through 10 years. I think, um, you know what? I would have to go back and check and see how long Rugrats made it. Mm. But we might have, we might have surpassed, and we might not have. I'm sure there's fans out there like, come on, you know. But I don't know. They yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. That's true. Rugrats, Rugrats has been around for a while. I, but uh, Rugrats has been see, around. Now, now I have to look oh, it up. Now, See now, see now, I'm gonna stump myself because now I'm like, oh gosh, now I have to look that up. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna have an answer for us. Rug rats. All right, I'm looking. All right. While you're looking, I'm gonna bring on my co-host again. Okay. I had him on before, but I think I guess this phone got disconnected, so oh, you're I back on again. Happening, yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hi. Hey, welcome back to the show, and congrats on 10 years. How cool is that? Thank you very much. I have to say it's pretty cool. My dog's going to bark now. See, because this is just the way it goes. <laughs> it's not kids. We have dogs. It's, I, it's, it's always not. something, right? I should lock myself in a way in a soundproof room, but I like to pace okay. when I'm talking. <laughs> Me too. Do you? Okay. okay, the first episode was of Rugrats was on uh, August 11th, 1991. Uh, the last one was on June 8th, 2004. So that's 13 all the years. Specials, 13 years. Wow. 13 years. Okay, so in three years and a month, I'm coming back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I had no, I I was thinking about it. I was like, I had no idea Rugrats was on that long, and then they spun it off to the All Grown Up series, which didn't last long for more than a season. Right. But, but it was, but just 
just by that alone, I mean, Rugrats is pretty much, it, it, it was on longer than Friends. <laughs> it, it was. That's so weird. But I do think, you know, the difference is that SpongeBob, I think, more adults watch, you know. More adults, definitely more adults do watch SpongeBob. They yeah. do. And so I guess in that way, maybe it's that much more surprising that adults have stayed engaged 10 years, <laughs> you know. I think that's do you think, do you think it's Do you think it's funny when you have adult fans, like, say that they watch SpongeBob SquarePants to you? or? Do you, I love or, it. It's the best thing in the world. The funniest thing, though, is the, the adults that won't own up to it. They're always <laughs> the ones who are like, yeah, well, I only I have to watch because it's on and, and, you know, my child watches. And then the more they talk, you totally know they're a fan. It's like that's, you know you know they have SpongeBob Monopoly. They're right, playing totally. it every night. Yes. <laughs> that's just you know, an excuse, you know. It <laughs> it's like when I take my friends' kids to the movies because I want to go see something, and you know I don't really just want to be there without a child at a G-rated movie. <laughs> so I drag them along with me. That's right. That's right. And it, and you know it's like you know adults think. They don't watch Hannah Montana, but yet they do. Oh, they totally do. Oh, come or on. They, they so do. Yeah. Well, well I, we had a great time. You know, the cast went down to um, Comic-Con a few weeks ago. Oh, did back. you? How was that? Oh, my God, it was so much fun. Um, talk yeah. about a lot of adult fans, though. That that rocked. That was, that was really cool. There was one guy, because I could see the line. Like, there was a line of people waiting to come through and say hi and have us sign things, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was so long, I felt horrible, but there was a guy, like, way at the back, wearing, he was Spongebob head to toe. And nice. he was probably in his 40s. You know? Nice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get to meet any of the uh, the really cool, like, I know, like, Twilight's been going to this, the, like, the Twilight vampires. Like, did you get to meet any, like, really cool stars at, at Comic-Con? You know what? What kind of was a bummer this time out was that they had us scheduled and working so hard we didn't get to run around and meet other people. So really? if we get to go next year, I want to set an extra day aside or something where I just get to go be a fan. That's, you know? That's good. Yeah, That's but sometimes good. we get to meet people just in passing, which is nice. I ran into Kathy Najimy. Do you know Kathy Najimy? I'm watching King of the Hill right now, just to let you know. <laughs> okay, well, I love her, and I saw her in the lobby, and, and we had met before. But when you're at that kind of venue, it's so overwhelming. And I think I seemed like the crazy fan. Because I was trying to say, you know, we met at that fundraiser with the thing, but instead I think I just came across as like, oh, my God, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. I would just love to do that and just just, just walk up to anybody, somebody, and just go, oh, my God, it's you, without them thinking I'm a little bit weird. <laughs> just not thinking that I'm weird or just like, oh, it's another one of these, it's another cool fan that just wants to say hello kind of thing. Not going like, oh, it's another one of these guys. <laughs> oh, I have my favorite, right, I know, it's embarrassing. I had my favorite, um, my favorite star moment from Comic-Con. Okay, so we're watching all those people wait in line. I'm feeling bad. I don't want the line to get cut off. I don't want anyone to feel left out, you know, whatever. I worry about all. And um, mm-hmm. I see Eric McCormick. In our line. Uh, um, from Will and Grace. Yeah. In our line, right? Yeah. And I'm like, Eric, do you want me just to bring you through? Because <laughs> like, it was like two hours long, the, you know, the line. And he's like, no, no. No, it's all right. I'll wait with everybody else. Wow. 
How That's nice. really cool. I know. That's really cool. So props to Eric McCormick. He gets huge props from me for being nice. such a nice man. Really? Wow. See, they, now, did you, birds, they love SpongeBob. They love him. Yeah. Well, I think he has kids. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's probably one of those adults who's just a fan. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I heard this about Comic-Con. I don't know if you got to see him, though, but... Um, Johnny Depp was at Comic-Con this year. I heard that. Everybody was all abuzz about it, but no, I didn't get to see him. Oh. It's so hard in a sea of, I don't even know how many, there's probably more than 50,000 people there, you know? Yeah. And the crowd. So let me ask you this. Okay. If they were to do a SpongeBob live movie, this has probably been talked about before, I'm sure you probably been asked this, but if they're going to do like a Spongebob live movie, who would you cast? Like, who would be like your ultimate dream cast for the characters? Spongebob live movie. That's a good one. Um, There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, no Johnny Depp. Like, Johnny Depp could not, like, he's going to be Patrick, right? He's like, no, you got to get the original. Well, it's weird. You know, what first came into my mind is that Tom, who plays Spongebob, I can't fathom anyone else ever playing him. Yeah. I just can't. He so is that character for me. I can't. I don't think there's a celebrity I would put in place of him. Me, yeah, there's a million. Me, you could do um, Kristen Chenoweth because she's a better yes. than I am. That would rock. <laughs> you know. She does so sound like. Chenoweth and, yeah. and Tom Kenny. I can nice. see. I can see that she sort of she sort of resembles you in some aspects. So that actually would not be that far off. I know. I I always were friends through friends, and uh, last time I, I remember saw, you telling us that. Yeah. I tried, and I was like, "Come on, we should be able to be sisters on something." True. <laughs> they, Wouldn't that maybe, be cool? Seriously, they need to write in your sis, a, a sister for you on that show. I That's Christian. So. I think so. It could be Mandy the Squirrel, Sandy and Mandy. I like know. it. Mm. I like it. Very nice. Wow. So what? I I didn't ask this the last time. Um, and this is this is definitely an impromptu question. But what cartoons did you watch growing up? I watched. Well, I watched Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner, that whole thing. Um, of course. I. What else? You know what? I liked the weird live action ones when I was a kid. I liked like Land of the Lost. <laughs> Oh, you were a fan of that. Yeah, I like that. I, I did was. like that. I mean, I knew even at the time that it was totally cheesy, but I still liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I like Land of the... I like H.R. Puff and stuff. I'll, I'll go with you on that one, yeah. Right. Oh, and Electric Company? Yes. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Well, I was see, this is now, you're now taking me back to my youth now, so I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, this is this is sad because... There's not a lot of programming like that on TV anymore. <laughs> and it totally bums me out. I wish we could bring some of it back. I'm sure the kids today would love it. Oh, I'm, po- I'm positive for that. Oh, Does anybody absolutely. remember DC Follies? No. Anybody remember no. The, the puppet show? It was called DC Follies. I think that's what it was called. Was it, it was it regional? It, I, yeah, it was totally, it totally was. It was like, puppet, it was like a puppet show, and they would all, I don't know, it was just it was in the 80s. It was an 80s show. I probably would have loved it. Right? Who remembers the 80s? I try not to. 
<laughs> I try to remember the like, 80s as much as I can. It was, you know? the, I think it was our worst fashion era ever in the history of mankind. Big hair mm-hmm. and shoulder pad galore 80s. Yeah, like I really, it just never needs to come back. Two really? words. You don't want the 80s to come back at all? I don't want the capacity? shoulder pads and the big hair. Well, you know what? I take that back. I don't want the shoulder pads. I don't mind if that total arena rock hair came back. <laughs> yeah. That, let, let's, not, let's not bring back the fashion. Let's bring back the music of it, right? Yeah, I did like the music. <laughs> I, There's yeah, two, I, two words to describe the 80s fashion. Bright and tight. <laughs> Seriously. That's true. <laughs> and you know what? I don't think that would be pretty these days. I don't, uh, yeah, no. I was going to make a comment, you know, <laughs> that perhaps we as a country have gotten a little more out of shape than we were in the 80s. True. <laughs> so I don't know that we need all that spandex. I don't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember those looks. The, yeah. the spandex in the 80s. Yeah, that was bad. And I was only, like, I was only born in the 80s, but yet I can remember it very vividly. <laughs> spandex. To a, a young toddler growing up in the 80s was not a very good picture for me. No. no, look, no. The only thing I remember about the 80s is watching Dallas episodes and then being like, who are those people? And then that was all. That's all I remember from the 80s. <laughs> I think I watched, like, <laughs> Dallas I and, like, that from yeah. the 80s. The thing I remember from the 80s is Weird Science. Weird Science. That movie? The movie, Weird Science. I remember that. Yeah, I, I just remember it always came on. Too. And also Jumping Jack Flash when that came on. Come on. That, show, that, that movie was awesome. With, with Whoopi Goldberg. I don't remember. <laughs> it, it's like, it's so ahead of its time. She, like, finds somebody on a computer and they, like, internet chat with each other. In the 80s, mind you. It's really cool. <laughs> should yeah. I put that on my Netflix? You totally should. It's so, And she, like, goes on this, like, conquest to find this guy. And, like, somehow the government thinks she's, like stealing something, so, like, the cops are chasing her, and she's just like, no, I'm trying to... F-. It's Whoopi Goldberg. It's hilarious. Ah, uh, all right. I'll check it out. Good. It is a good, good, good movie. And when we talk in 13 years and one month, I'll tell you how much <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to keep, keep keep on tabs of exactly how much longer it's going to take before you get back. I have to say, I have to say though, like I mean, all those movies in the '80s. Rest in peace, John Hughes, who wrote all those movies uh, for Sixteen Candles and uh, The Breakfast Club and all that stuff. You know, it, it, it seemed to it was true to life. Come on. Yeah, fun. no, he did a you great thought. job. What an amazing thing! Actually, that's way back when I first, um, when I was a youngin, and I was just getting my acting chops going. And um, I was lucky enough to audition for a couple of his, his films when I was living in Chicago. And to this day, I'm so bummed. I'm so bummed I never got in one of them. Aww. I know, right? I would love to have been in one of his films. I really would have. I know, and I didn't even care. You know, at that time, I, I don't know, I was young, and I was reading for, like, you know, the two-word characters. <laughs> <laughs> and it still would have made my world. Bummer. Those are always the hardest characters in any audition. It's like, hmm, there's so many ways you can play with, like, ten lines or something because you have all these choices, but then you yeah. have two words, and it's like, can you say it like this? Can you say it like this? Or like this? Like, <laughs> so my first on-camera um, feature film job ever was Little Man Tate, and it was nice. one of those with Jodie Foster. Yeah. Okay, 
So I was playing a sorority girl, and all I had to do was say, like I was bidding at an auction. I don't even remember what it was, like 40, 50, whatever. And she came up to me on that day. I was a nervous wreck. And she's like, Carolyn, it's your moment. You can do anything you want. And I'm thinking, how much can I do? I have like three numbers to say. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I would love to make this moment mine, and yet, really? You can't. I was stumped. (laughs) Now, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) She was awesome, though. She was really, really neat. What what I love, what I want to know about that, when you do the voices for the um, for Sandy the Squirrel on SpongeBob SquarePants, and also the girl on Jimmy Neutron, mm-hmm. when you do those voices, do you do them to the drawings, or do they record you first and then they draw to your voice? No, we're crazy lucky because. Um, we do all the voiceover work first, and they draw to us. Nice. Okay. Okay. And that just makes it so much more fun. You have yeah, a lot more freedom, like, you know. The pressure's off. Wow. That's really cool. Right. Right. And then you feel more, um, I feel anyway, I feel like I really have more um, creative. You have more fun with it. Yeah, that I can, I can come up with whatever I want and, and give them more to play with as, as artists. That's pretty cool. And since the last time you were on the show, Moral Oral, which is another show you've done, actually it, it showed the, the, the lost season that yeah. they never, like they said they were never going to show or something, or like the show was canceled and they're not bringing it back. And Cartoon Network actually, Adult Swim actually showed it. I have to say, it was it was pretty interesting. <laughs> intense. It is intense. I think we, um, I'm very proud of that show. I'm very proud of how complex it was mm-hmm. for a comedy. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't really just yeah. a full-on comedy. It had a lot happening. And um, I think in a way, perhaps, we got too complex and too edgy for the network. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> too complex? <laughs> what are they going to do next? <laughs> <laughs> I think, really? I think they were, a little, they were a little nervous, maybe. I think they were a little nervous when we were starting to get, like, threatening lawsuit letters from churches and things. <laughs> oh, wow. That's when that's you know you're doing extreme. something right. That's when you know when you're doing good. Yeah, exactly. I was like, woo, we're a hit. We're going to get sued. That means we're doing right. <laughs> you guys are totally going to make an episode. I could totally see Moral being like, oh, what are you going to do? We're getting sued. He's like, oh, I'm be a lawyer. <laughs> right. That's so funny. I loved I loved how Oral was so innocent in in a in a town which sort of comes off as being like this like perfect town, but it's really not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I think that's a great commentary on like you know most. I, I should only talk about where I grew up. Like I grew up in a small town, and it <laughs> looks pretty on the outside. You know, but then you start yeah. hearing about your neighbors, and then your neighbor talks to your other neighbor, and then you find out what's really happening. And then it's like an episode of Desperate Housewives, and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you're like, eh, I didn't really want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that show was so fun, and I kept hoping they would bring us back, like, once everything kind of died down, you know? And I love what they did with it. They actually had the uh, the two creators, like, doing mm-hmm. commentary before the show, so that was it was really funny. Yeah, Dino's a very, very funny human being. 
Not that Scott isn't, but Dino, yeah. <laughs> Me too. I just totally digged on Scott, and I didn't mean to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> too funny. No, everybody knows Scott's funny. He's on th- uh, 30 Rock. That's right. That's right. I'm, like, I'm looking at him like, where do I know him from? Yeah. That's, and that, that show's awesome, by the way. Amazing. That is an amazing show. Um, yeah. Seriously. That, that's like, I want to say maybe just as good as Friends. Maybe. I don't know. It's a good show. It's a Not great show. I think it's incredibly it well show. written. Yeah, she does a really good job. NBC. I mean, like, they need that Thursday night comeback, and I think they got it with 30 Rock in the Office. I agree. The Office is a little hard for me to watch because it's so painful sometimes. You know, like, I don't like those awkward situations where you know somebody's making such a whatever out of themselves and it's so Mm -hmm. hard to watch. So (laughs) I have that love-hate thing where I have to sit there but kind of cover my eyes at the same time watching The Office. True. Yeah. And that's why you got SpongeBob where everything, cartoons are making, you know, clowns out of themselves. And it's all fun. Yes. It's all fun. I know. It's, it's, It's amazing that 10 years... You know, I didn't know when we started, obviously, that it would ever, ever go this far. And I certainly didn't think I would get to the point where people would say, I grew up watching your show. I'm like, really? How can that be? I'm not that old. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I I, Honestly, I, you know, I was a freshman when when the show first started. And it, it was just funny because that's all that, my high school class would ever talk about is SpongeBob SquarePants. That's all we talk about. And, and it was in chemistry class of all places. And, you know, that's all we would do is day in and day out just speak of SpongeBob SquarePants, SpongeBob SquarePants all the time. We even start imitating and going, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> all the time. It, it, was, it, was, it was just, it has a following. It has a following of it all really ages, does. no matter how old you are and has a following of all ages. And I think that's really cool uh, that people love this show. They love the show. I don't hear anything bad about it, but it's just just so funny to know that there are so many adults that love this show more so than the kids do. Yeah. And I think now um, we have a new, uh, we have an addition to our team. Well, not addition. He's been there since the beginning, but Paul Tibbet now has, um, he's, running the show more often than the creator. You know, they're kind of doing it in tandem. And uh, it's interesting because Paul's sense of humor starts creeping in, and I think it's even more to the adults. You know, so Mm -hmm. I think the newer seasons um, skew a little more that way, which is fun too. So 10 years, how do the writers keep the show so fun? How do they keep it so fresh? I have no idea. I'm... I'm, (laughs) I'm amazed. I don't know you guys. You know you're on you're on the radio. You're doing your thing. I do my thing. I can't fathom having to come up with the funny. Coming up with the funny every day. Yeah, it's it's it is hard. <laughs> it, they're amazing. They really are. And a lot of the people have been there the whole time. Our our team, our production team, we've pretty much had the same group the whole ten years, which is an amazing thing in television. I think that rarely happens. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I, I think they're brilliant. No, if you look at The Simpsons, for example, I mean, that's like now the How longest long they've been on. TV 20. show. 
Yeah. Yeah, and how do they do it? How do they still? I mean, I'm just like, wow. You know, it's amazing. I know. I think the fun thing about SpongeBob it is its simplicity in that, you know, you could take the smallest idea of a frustrating day, and 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 it's fun to watch SpongeBob go through it. So I think that's part of what makes the show fun to write. You know, like the episode, what was it, where Squidward had a piece of paper and and he threw it away, and so SpongeBob picked it up and played with it and made it into all these amazing things all day long. Yeah. And Squidward <laughs> was watching like, I didn't know that piece of paper could be that fun, you know? So he kept right. it back, and at the end he got the paper back and he couldn't do anything with it. <laughs> Because he didn't have the imagination. <laughs> that's, that's that's clever. That is, I think that's clever. And that's what I, yeah, it's like the day-to-day, you know, you always want what that other person has. I like those exactly. ideas, yeah. I like that. Now, I like that. I'm not sure if I asked this before. I might have, or I might have, like, brought it up. Did you know? I, so I used to work for, I briefly worked, I interned for Viacom. And I remember on, I think it was, like, I want to say, Floor number, I forget, like floor room 24, 25, possibly 26, is the Nickelodeon room. I shouldn't be saying this. People might go to Viacom and be like, I know where you guys work. Anyway, there is a SpongeBob Lego creation. It's like, I want to say maybe five feet high or four uh-huh. or five feet high, and there's a SpongeBob. Have you ever seen it? You know what? I did see it. It was at the studio for a little bit. I don't know why it was there, but it was there in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. Isn't it? I, so I thought, I was just like, that thing must have, I mean, it was so lifelike, but it was made of Legos, and it was so just detailed. Like, I, I couldn't do the time that somebody put into that. That was really interesting. Yeah, it was cool. I like all the um, all the Lego stuff. They have all the Lego um, keychains. They have a keychain for each character. Did you know that? I didn't know no, that. So, of course, I had to go out, and I had to buy, like, 50 Sandy keychains so I could give them to everybody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because I think they're so neat. Definitely. You know, the neatest thing is um, one year the the Nickelodeon Studios where we work has a art gallery in the hallway, and they're constantly changing, you know, in-house artists get to display their work. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's once a year or twice a year they, they used to do um, an auction, like for charity, and artists would do stuff. And one of our storyboard guys took an entire roll of toilet paper and put SpongeBob artwork, like did panels on every single square. Really? And then rolled the whole thing back up. <laughs> and I was so, I was like, that's, that's amazing. But like, how do you ever keep it nice? Yeah, really? It's so soft. I mean, was it, it, let me ask, was it like the soft kind of toilet paper or like the, the thick kind or like the, no, you know, the really it strong? Like, yeah, it was it wasn't that he should have used the cheapy like sandpaper kind it would have held up better (laughs) (laughs) quilted more than at its best (laughs) (laughs) but that was really fun yeah I've seen some people do some really neat things with with Spongebob did you ever since you brought that up have you ever received a like a gift I I was going to say crazy but I won't go that far. <laughs> any, any, okay, all right. Um, any gift from anybody, fan or otherwise, that that you felt like you should keep for the rest of your life because it, it might be worth something someday, or it's just it, it's so ingenious that they were able to 
create or do something like that. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. Usually, usually people send me artwork. Like they like to draw the character, and they always like to put her in um, unique situations, which <laughs> I, you know, I don't need to go into. But yes, that's mm. always funny when I get one of those. I'm like, really? Hmm. Well, all right. Then. How how would a squirrel do that? Hmm. Right? And what are you thinking about when you're watching the show? It is a children's show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's scary. Last time I checked, it was on Nickelodeon, not Adult Swim. Right? Yeah. That's funny. But, I'd, um, rather, I'd rather draw, like, the cartoon and the person who does the voice of the cartoon in the artwork, but I wouldn't go that far with it. <laughs> Seriously. I've seen a couple of those. People have sent me a couple of those, which is very sweet. I always like getting the artwork. You know, that's tasteful. Um, I did have a woman, back when the show first started, before I was organized and, like, responded to fans and, I don't know, when it was all new and I was bad, a woman sent me these beautiful hand towels that she had hand-stitched Sandy on. And no way. They're, they're gorgeous. My mom has them. They're so beautiful. And I do not know who did them. Because you know what? I, I didn't keep the letter with the hand towels, and all these years it's bugged me. So you know what? We totally have to. If if whoever is listening out there, if you sent, you know, if you sent the hand towels, let her know. Let this be known. Yes, <laughs> please go to my website and let me know it was you, so I can send you a thank you. Exactly. Go to Craigslist or something and be like, looking for hand towel woman. Or right? <laughs> if this is you, if you sent me this, would you please come to my website <laughs> so I can thank you. <laughs> but that was one of the neatest things, just because her work was so beautiful. Nice. Yeah. Put a, that, that, see, that, that goes to show you, you need to put a name on everything you do. Yes, because her letter got separated from her hand towels and then it's all lost. So, yes, if she would have just put her name on the back. I could track her down. <laughs> wow. Can you believe, I mean, like, 10 years, just, in a way, maybe, I don't know if it went slow for you or if it just flew by, but can you believe 10 years really has, has happened? I can't even believe it. No, it totally flew by. It really did. It was a good lesson to everybody out there listening who, who struggles with their jobs. It was a good lesson mm. in having trust because when we started every week the my agent would get a call carolyn's in this show carolyn's not in this show whatever you know but we didn't have a set contract like that said you would be in this whole season so every week i would wonder whether i was still on the show or not really <laughs> yes i didn't know that so i had this constant stress early on about whether i still would get to go play you know right right and then, here we are ten years later, and looking back, I should have trusted that things would go as they're supposed to go and I would be okay, instead of spending all that time freaking out every week about whether I was going to work or not. Well, well at, least you didn't, at least you didn't get an episode or a script that says, hmm, Sandy moves away. <laughs> Sandy goes away and never comes back. That's a good thing. <laughs> Mm. No, thankfully she's still there. She's still there. <laughs> Let's keep her there, shall we? Yes, but <laughs> yeah, it's funny well. too how you get um 
I've gotten so protective of her and connected to her, even though she's not really real. <laughs> I you know, I know. That happens is what you love to do, though, isn't it? Is what yeah. you, what you are accustomed to, and what you've been playing for for so long. That that like makes me think of of. You know, uh, anybody who does any primetime show or any daytime show, a- any TV show that's on now, they've been playing it for over over a decade. Mm-hmm. You know, the part of them has to be in that role somewhere, and they take that role with them everywhere they go. They can't, yes. they can't just leave it behind. No. And it's interesting because I do think that, I don't know if it was that they, that Donna Gorillo, who originally cast our show, I don't know if it's that she just, had exceptional talent, which she did, but we are our characters. Like, mm-hmm. I I think, did she know that going in? Like, did she not just cast us on what we sounded like? She actually cast us as humans who were like their characters? <laughs> or is it just that we've all kind of morphed? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you walk into the audition, hmm, she looks like a squirrel. Right. I'm going right. to cast yeah. her. I'm gonna cast. Hmm. Looks like SpongeBob. He wears exactly. He looks like a sponge. I'm gonna cast him. He sounds like a sponge, a talking sponge. Gets the part. (laughs) Right, but I think personality-wise, we're actually like our characters too. A little bit. A little bit. Really? A little bit. Okay. All right, I'll go with that. Because Tom's like insanely enthusiastic and always on the go, and definitely an optimist. You know, I am. I'm kind of like their bossy sister, you know, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> There's um, nothing wrong with that, though. Oh, yeah. That. No, no, but it is funny. The parallels are funny to me. If if you were ever sleeping dur- during hibernation and your co-stars woke you up, would you act the same way Sandy acted in, the, in that one episode? You know what? I think I might. <laughs> I think I might. I am very protective of my sleep. She went crazy. <laughs> she did, didn't she? She did. And didn't, wasn't she like, I, I can't I mean, I don't blame her for feeling that way because I'm one of those that, I'm not, first of all, I'm not a morning person. Not, yeah, we're not morning people. In we the slightest. I am not a morning person. And if you wake me up and if I don't get enough sleep, I can become cranky. It's true. Uh-huh. It's so true. Just like I me doing a nap. Morning- I am a morning person, but I protect my sleep very much so at night. Don't bother me. Right? If yeah. you wake me up during a nap, I mean, uh, it's over. Like, <laughs> the, the ground is going to, you know, explode and everything. It's just, you know, my I'm going to go Linda Blair on you in like 10 seconds and pea soup will come out of my mouth, I swear. <laughs> and then I'm going to go back to sleep. <laughs> That was a particularly funny episode for me because when I got the storyboard and the script, I thought, oh, my goodness, I I don't know Sandy in that way. Like, I've never experienced her that mad in that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it was, yeah. new, to me. It was new to me to figure out how she would behave and what she would yeah. do. That's awesome. Well, not, that's, that's actually probably one of my favorite episodes. I think it's so funny. That's the one, I don't know if I told you guys before, that's the one that made my mom upset. Did I tell you Uh, that? You didn't tell me. No. So my mom mom called me and she was like, well, I don't understand why they had to make you so fat. (laughs) 
character on the screen, and not even a cat, and not just the character, it's a cartoon character. <laughs> Her and I are both having issues, like dividing after ten years. What what you know what? Oh, is. that's so funny. Yes, you know is. what I love about SpongeBob? Though? I have to I have to say this though. How many how many times they do the live action shots in the cartoon? There was one in particular that. And I don't know why, but it really freaked me out at one point. But now I look at it and I think it's comical. But it did freak me out. It's when, um, it was when they were in Sandy's place. Yeah. And I guess they decided to take off the water, the water helmets. Yes. Right. So they could have the moisture. Uh, so they could tell them, So they took it off because they didn't think anything was gonna go bad, but then they started to get dry. Patrick and SpongeBob started to get dry, right. and they got so dry that they just dried up completely, and then you see this live action shot of a hand taking SpongeBob and just starts using the sponge to wash dishes. <laughs> 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 and I, I, I was looking at it when I first looked at it, and I, I, I was a little bit freaked, because I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> right. And then and then Patrick, Patrick is like, it looks like fun. I want to have it happen to me. So then the live action hand comes back, grabs Patrick as a dry starfish, and just starts washing dishes with the starfish. <laughs> and I still, and I still thought it was freaky. But then when I saw it in reruns, and I kept looking at it, I'm like, this is actually pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time they showed like the stuffed squirrel. Like the real. I, that did scare me. <laughs> I was like, now that, come on, people. But that's funny, too. I mean, if you. you that know. was funny after a while, but then when I saw. Again, when I first saw it, I was like, now that's just scary. <laughs> that's just wrong. <laughs> it is wrong. <laughs> yeah, I like when they do that stuff, too. I, I'm the same way. It doesn't always make sense to me at first. And then after time, I find it funnier and funnier and funnier. And yeah. I have to say, and I totally have to say, every time I see a Krabby Patty, I so wish they would be real. Like, I know that they're, they're takeoff on hamburgers and Big Macs or whatever, yeah. but they they look so good, I'm sorry. They really do. They For do a cartoon? Like, yes, I'm surprised <laughs> that no one has actually figured out how to come out with one. Right? To, to market, but I don't know how you could make it, like, what would be the secret sauce? Like, yeah. Because you would think that Burger King, I think, you know, Bur- we're probably giving, Burger King, we're probably giving Burger King ideas right now. You know, just like we give the soap writers ideas, we're giving Burger King ideas. Here's another one for you guys to take from us. Um, market some Krabby Patties for the 10th anniversary of SpongeBob, and if that happens, then I'm just going to go to Burger King and buy one, but still, and then scream at them, but still. There you go. Yeah, like they idea. should start, you know, like how they would, Always have like, the SpongeBob figurines and stuff that they can always promote. They could all they could promote a Krabby Patty burger at Burger King for a limited amount of time. You see Plankton like trying to find out the secret sauce in Burger King, and and the Burger King workers start slapping him around, and he can't get near the the Krabby Patties at all. And then he just and you know up. what? I just thought of it. Whenever they were promoting something SpongeBobish. Um, and one of the, bur- I want to say one of the um, the Burger Kings in near near Pittsburgh where I live, uh-huh. and somebody stole an inflatable yes. SpongeBob. Yes. Do you, m- did you hear the story? The yes, they were stealing yes. them all over the country. It was yeah, 
Yeah, and it was, like, all over the news, and I was just, like, that's when I knew, like, it was, like, fandomonium that <laughs> it's inflatable not just... Spongebob. Yeah, yeah, besides that, remember that commercial that they decided to take off the air from Burger King? Which one? You remember how you remember the song "Baby Got Back," right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that okay. one. Okay, that that just that I don't even know how that got on air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what exactly happened with that one. I don't. I don't know. There were just a bunch of girls dancing around with square it, square pants. Yeah. Like in one way, it was kind of really funny, and in another way, I was like, "That's not, you know." Come That's on. not a. Bro- I I agreed with that too that they took that off the air because I was looking at it, I'm like, well, first of all, that's not appropriate for SpongeBob. No, it's not. It wasn't. <laughs> it, it wasn't. <laughs> and and then the second, and then the second thing I thought of was, what is Sir Mixelot thinking of this commercial? <laughs> <laughs> there are so many things wrong with that, right? Yes, seriously. <laughs> Which one do you focus on? Like, everything about it was wrong. <laughs> it was just, the whole thing was wrong completely. And then when I heard, like, all these moms and all these parents are, like, coming out and saying, what is wrong with this commercial? They, this commercial should not be on the air. And they took it off. I was like, wow, that shows that these parents are so into SpongeBob, they don't even have to tell us that they are into it anymore. That That's pretty much how it is for me. I'm like, they don't even have to admit anymore that they watch SpongeBob. Just by that alone tells me that you watch it in some kind of way, shape, or form. Yes. Yes, that was a funny situation. I know there was a lot of people upset over that one. <laughs> Good thing Sandy didn't come through in, like, her little bikini or something. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, they would have to rate that commercial TVMA. <laughs> If it, went on, if it went on any longer, oh, my goodness. Oh. No, it would have been I, funny, actually, if she would have come on and, like, you know, karate chopped all those girls out of screen. That would have been hilarious. I'm sure that would have been funny. That would have been funny. So speaking speaking of everything, like, SpongeBob-related, yes. what is your favorite SpongeBob toy, if you do have one? Oh, you know what? It's called, um, oh, do I have one here handy? Oh, I don't. It's called Karate Choppers. <laughs> And it's, and it's, I'm such a geek. It's like, um, you know the Rock'em Sock'em? Yes. yes. That was yes. an old toy, right? Well, they yeah. updated it, and SpongeBob was on one side of the ring, and Sandy's on the other side of the ring. What? And they fight, and they say, like, when you punch them, they'll say things, like Tom recorded and I recorded for our characters. That is right, awesome. Right. So that's my favorite. Are they, is uh, it still out? I haven't seen it lately. Of course, I bought like ten of them. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm going to go buy one, but I'm like going. Not that you're going to go buy one. one. Okay, I see. Not that I'm going to go buy one. <laughs> yeah, but it was. Uh, oh, I think Mattel made it. It was like, yeah, like the Rock'em Sock'em thing. Oh, that is so cool. That was really cool. How about you guys? Do you have any favorites that you've seen around? Neville, what's your favorite? Oh, the Lego, oh. the Lego Sandy's rocket is cool too. Nice. I've never really seen any SpongeBob toys except for the computer games that I played with. Uh, oh, I just recorded <laughs> a new one today, so there's a new one coming out. Oh, a new one coming out. Okay. Okay. Very. I love, I have to say, I, I, I sort of gave a little props to it earlier, but I love SpongeBob Monopoly. Yes. 
we got it. We got it in college. Actually, I think I bought this in. This is so funny. I'm admitting it. I feel like I'm in therapy. No, we we bought it in college for it was my senior year in college, and it was one of my uh, one of my good friends' birthdays. She actually loves Sandy, mm-hmm. and we got her SpongeBob and Obelisk. We were all playing, and it was a great time. I haven't played mine because I I kept it all pristine and wrapped up in its box. <laughs> nice. I was afraid then, I'd lose pieces. And then you can sign it and, like, totally sell it on eBay and get tons of money. <laughs> no. That would be great for charity. Yes. That's that's part of why I buy um, so many of things when I see them is so I can nice. give them away when we go do things. Nice. That's pretty cool. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but it's hard. Sure. It is hard to find good stuff. The minute somebody tells me there's something great, like at Target, I run over there and they're all sold out. They're all sold out. I've I've done it too. Isn't that the story of the life? It's just you want something so bad you can taste it, but then it's not there anymore. It I sucks. Know. I know. At Luckily, least. the local manager of the Burger King, she knows that I want stuff. And so whenever they're doing something, she always saves me at least one. Sweet. Yeah, her name's Rose. Shout out to Rose at the Burger King. Rose, Rose. what's up? <laughs> Make some Krabby Patties, Rose. <laughs> she can, yeah, right? Make us some first because we thought of it. <laughs> I, just, you know, I think it's one of those things, like, can you imagine how everybody in their brain, right, probably has their idea of taste of what's going to make that special sauce special? I think it tastes like a garden burger or the something. Secret I don't ingredient. Know. <laughs> and so if they actually make it with the secret ingredient, then we'll all be like, uh, like that either lives up to it or it doesn't. That's a good thing to know. Very true. <laughs> so what's coming up on SpongeBob, huh? Like, do you have anything that uh, we can expect? I wish mm-hmm. I did. I, I, do I? No. You know what? No. Is, is lately we've been recording, um, uh, because we were doing so much stuff for the 10th anniversary and we were doing all these extra things, that I don't even know what belongs to what. Like, I don't even know what was the show and what was a special and Nivelle, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you I love how you, you totally asked that. It's like we, we do get a lot of soap stars on the show. And we're just like, what's coming up on the young and the restless? It's like that's what I totally thought of. I was just like, Well Sandy, is Sandy gonna get into a love triangle with SpongeBob and <laughs> and Patrick? Is Spongebob gonna get involved? I mean, I don't know. It's it's funny. I always thought that Sandy and Plankton should, um, since they're both scientists, yeah, like they should, they should hook up. Really, really? I don't know. Not they demolish. Up. They would the demolish team. the water world. <laughs> Maybe he could like brainwash her or something. I just, yeah, they should work together on a project of some kind. Seriously. See, I'm not the writer, so. That's true. I just come in and do my thing. I wish I had a good tidbit for you guys. I can't think of anything offhand. It's cool. It'll be funny. Whatever it is, I'm sure it'll be funny, hilarious, and can't wait to watch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's so I hope funny. So. Yeah. We're trying to keep well, it funny for you guys. I just That's don't understand. You know, like Matt said earlier in the show, like I, I just don't understand how people can keep how people can keep it fresh for so long. You know, I, I'm one of those people that feels like I probably would get burned out completely. But 
They haven't been burned out yet. I mean, if you can have a movie and all these specials that they do, there's no way that they can get burned out and still go strong for 10 years. No. They do a really amazing job. I, And they don't seem to – it's not like a regular show that gets a nice big summer break. You know, a lot of TV shows go on hiatus or they're like three weeks on and one week off and all that kind of stuff. Ours isn't really. We're kind of churning stuff all the time. So, How long does it take to, like, make an episode? Well, it takes mm. four hours for us to record each 11-minute segment. And mm-hmm. then when okay. we're done, we're done with our part. It takes six months from when we record till it airs. Wow. Yes. Wow. So that's that's a lot of detailing and, and artwork and drawing going into that project right there. Right. Exactly. Wow. wow. Yeah, so it's it's um, it's quite a long process, and that's part of the reason sometimes why, you know, things are new to me. By the time something airs, I'm a fan again. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh my right. god, that's funny! Like, because <laughs> <laughs> it's six months later, I've forgotten about it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's fun to see it all come together. Too funny. Cinderville, I hear you. I know you're typing. I can hear you typing. You can all hear you typing. I, I'm, just I'm not typing right now, actually. I don't know what you're hearing. You're probably what? Oh, ew. What? Am I hearing something? I thought you were typing. I thought, because I was going to say, are you at the chat room right now? No, I'm not typing. I no? have my fan blowing. I oh, maybe that was it. probably me walking. <laughs> Or her walking, yeah. But I'm not typing, so well, I don't know what you heard, but I think you're hearing noises. Well, that segment can get canceled because I was going to be like, so what's going on in this chat room? Let's see what some fans are saying. And I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, and I just completely ruined it for you. I'm sorry. You know, it's okay. It's it's totally in my mind, you know. Well, it made me think I should go to the chat room and see what people are talking about. Right, right. <laughs> it did. It did, but <laughs> and now, now it's like I don't even have the room open. So. <laughs> oh, so see, now I'm on my way there, and it's not open. All right. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to the funny farm. Don't worry, cause we're hearing things. <laughs> that no, is a yeah. gosh darn shame. Well, I'm in the loudest. Like I'm walking in circles. The dogs barking. A train just went by. I mean, what? You know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not so bad. You know, we had dogs on the show pop up more times than we can count. Yeah. And crying kids. Kids oh, crying. So I'm not the only one. How yeah. long did somebody, like, get disconnected from their cell phone or something? Oh, that happened before. Oh, we had that before. Oh, but let I now that he mentioned, now that Matt mentioned that, I should mention, we had a guest on two weeks ago. Uh, Christoph St. John's and Young and the Restless. He was on the show two weeks ago. His daughter made a cameo appearance, six years old, named Lola. Shout out to Lola. Uh, brought brought her on the phone, asked her what is her favorite show. She said SpongeBob SquarePants. And he asked her what show is Daddy on, and she was like Young and the Restless. And she and he asked her, do you watch the show? And she was like, no. He was like, why? She said, it's boring. Oh, no. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, would you watch it if SpongeBob SquarePants was on The Young and the Restless? And she was like, yes. So I'm like, huh. 
So would SpongeBob has to go to Genoa City. Be on a soap opera. <laughs> we would love to. Well, you know, sometimes shows do use clips of our show, like when their kids are watching something. They do do that. They yeah, do. they do. I've so seen we, it, yeah. Yeah, so we just need them to to put a clip up for us when uh, there's a kid on the soap watching something. <laughs> Her name was Lola? Yep. Yes, Lola. Sure, this is Sandy, and I wanted to say howdy to Lola. <laughs> <laughs> I will so cool. I'm going to send that to him, like, as soon as the show's over. I'm going to send him that just to, so he can give it to Lola. I think she would be too fond of that. That would be great. I'm thinking SpongeBob has to make an appearance in Genoa City and take on Victor Newman. Or go to Pine Valley and, and take on... <laughs> I don't know. Energy. I don't know. Victor might get intimidated by a sponge in pants, so... True. <laughs> he, I mean, I used to watch that soap. With my grandmother. Really? Yes. He's still on it too. We had him on the show. We did. We got to interview him, and like I have to tell you, it was like one of the most. I don't know. Talk about star moments. You know, you and Captain Jimmy. That that's the way it was. It was like I was totally in my brain. Usually, I'm just like, okay, we'll we'll throw out this zinger and see how the guests will take it. But like Navelle and I are just like, this is Eric Braden. This is Victor Newman. We to, I was scared out of my mind. <laughs> Me too. I was like, what do I, what do I have? My heart was like beating so hard. I'm like, and he, you know, Navelle knows, and some of the cast members know. Like, I'll do, I'll do a Victor Newman impression, and uh-huh. I'm like, don't, I'm like, whatever you do, Matt. I'm thinking, like, I'm like spoiling myself. Don't do your Victor Newman impression. Don't do it because I know he's like. <laughs> so what's your, what? Let me hear your your impression of me. I I, I want to hear it so bad. Yeah, I got it. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I didn't do it, luckily. I would have been, like, so scared out of mind. Don't do it do now. It. I'll do it now. I'll totally okay. do it now. Okay. I'll be like, well, I don't know, SpongeBob SquarePants. But he's, uh, he just, he's a sponge. Jack Abbott, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Please don't send that to Christoph St. John because I'm sure it'll no, somehow get back to you. If I send that I to Christoph St. John. I swear <laughs> to God, you know, I'll be on a red carpet or something at the Daytime Emmy Awards. Eric Braden will come up to me and be like, I hear you doing an impression of me. There's my fist in your face and just punch me out or something. I don't know. He is intimidating. My goodness. Right? Yeah. And I'll oh probably God. be like, Victor Newman just punched me. I'm so not suing. That's awesome. <laughs> Did anyone get it on film? It's so good. Exactly. Put that on YouTube. Our, can you imagine how big our show would be if that happens? Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe oh. set something up for you. Exactly. TMZ I, TV would be right there. TMZ would be right there with you. <laughs> oh, jeez. I hear a rating booster. <laughs> I hear Perez Hilton. <laughs> and I don't like prism. <laughs> Just a little tidbit I share with you all, only because I care. <laughs> I do. So uh, I, I don't I, like a lot of that. I don't like a lot of that negative. Um, I agree. You know, hunting people down and just being negative, and you never have the whole story. And I, I just don't like it. I'm I'm not a fan. And speaking of the Nick uh-huh. show, um, another Nickelodeon show, which is sort of a Nick show, yeah. it's turning into Teen Nick. 
uh, Noggin just recently had the Degrassi movie on. I'm a huge fan of Degrassi. Love it. Degrassi goes Hollywood, and yes. Degrassi goes Hollywood. Fred Tilton was on it. And it was very true to like the Hollywood, what the Hollywood scene would be like. And I think that's, I think Nickelodeon is just one of those channels is just doing great things. I mean, yeah, SpongeBob being one, Rugrats being another. They're just, and, and, and they're, they're doing amazing things. What next? I agree. I agree. I'm looking forward to, um, I know they're finishing up a lot of their pilots, and, and I'll be curious to see what new things come on the air uh, this fall. Yeah. No, it's fun. But ten years, I can't believe it. I know ten amazing, crazy, wonderful, glorious years. True. When I was doing the um, video game today, I said to the producer, I said, it's like I won some kind of weird lotto. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I never heard of that, but that sounds funny. <laughs> it feels that way. I won, like, the voiceover lotto. Oh, yes. That. Oh, oh yeah. that's annoying. What? <laughs> What's annoying? I said, that's annoying, like, when... It's like those things when you're online and you have the headset on, and you yeah. go to these sites, and they say, Congratulations! You won a free Dell laptop. I hate those things. Those new things are annoying. Oh. Okay, so maybe <laughs> I know what you mean. But you're with me, I, right? I know what you. I, I'm with you. I know what you mean. <laughs> okay, not one of those annoying ones, but like a good one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like you, you, okay. you totally you won the lottery. Like you won the lottery in a way. I know what you meant. Right, but you didn't have to play a lot, and you didn't have to give them a ton of money. You just won. exactly. You just None give me your voice. I got the positive. Yes. I got you. Okay. There we go. I'm with you now. All right. <laughs> we yeah. want to thank you. We totally want to thank you for coming on a second time. Oh my gosh! Thank you guys. Thank you for having me again. We're Hopefully having so much fun. I can't believe it's over. But I know. Uh, That's so it goes, time just flies by. Ten years, it'll go by <laughs> just like that. <laughs> it did. It does. You know, I remember 10 years ago watching that Jennifer Lopez video and falling in love with her, and then also watching SpongeBob and falling in love with that cartoon. So, Aww. there you go. You know, oh, look, us and JLo. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That Thank is you. cool. SpongeBob, thanks so much. All right, I'll talk to you guys again sometime. Absolutely. See you later. Take it easy. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> We love having her. She's such a, she's so much fun. I love having her. I love having her on the show. She's amazing. She's so cool. I love having her on the show. But you guys, I have to let you know what's coming up tomorrow because it's huge. It's huge. And I didn't even tell Carolyn that this was our 200th episode. Crazy. But uh, I have to tell you all, this big, huge show, our 201 show tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time, we are having a Guiding Light Tribute show. Avira Roussel is special guest co-hosting this show tomorrow. But uh, we're having a lot, of, a lot of guest people in store for us. We have John Wesley Shipp, Judy Evans, Krista Tezero, Denise Pence coming on to the show tomorrow. John Driscoll, I believe, will also be making an appearance tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Michael Maloney, contributing editor, CBS Soaps and Death, ABC Soaps and Death, will be joining us tomorrow. So we have, like, a big, big crowd of people in this two-hour span tomorrow. 
uh, stars who were on Guiding Light, and also those um, contributing editors to Soaps and Death, as well as Mimi Torchin, who does her own stuff on her own website. So um, we'll be doing that tomorrow. So make sure you guys check it out. 1 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow. Got a nice tribute show. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I totally forget to shout out. I I know you're you're such a ready to close the show. But do you remember that guest we had on, Jamie Dewicki, like about a year ago we had her on? Yeah. Well, I totally got to meet her uh, two weeks ago. She came into town with her sister, Tracy. So I just want to say, if you guys ever want to see a great live show, she's an amazing singer. And she's so much fun to hang out with. And check out Jamie Dewicki. I love her. So what's up, Jamie? Wanted to give you a little shout-out. And she also says hi to you, Neville. All right. Nice shout <laughs> Jamie Dewicki, if you're listening, hey, how are you? And uh, also, you guys, make sure you just tune back in tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be on with tons of great former Guiding Light cast members on the show tomorrow, all confirmed. And so we'll be calling them and bringing them on into the show tomorrow. So get the latest buzz with buzz with We'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care. And uh, have a good night. See you. Bye. Hi, this is Dr. Blockstein, and you're listening to Buzzworthy Radio on Block... What? No, I I can't do it like he does it. I I just can't. All right, I'll try. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy. <laughs> God, that hurts my voice. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.